This election is the most important in the modern history of this country. It's going to be the most important election this country has undergone. This is the most important election. Good people, the wait is over. The 2020 U.S. presidential election day is here. And Lord knows what a challenging, arduous, and troublesome moment we are living in now. Sometimes I feel like 2020 has taken us to the brink of our collective sanity, but we're still here. And today, we eagerly await democracy to prevail. And while the impact of this election will be global, it's important for us to remember that we're all in it together, for better or for worse. We will continue fighting for love, freedom, and equality we will be steadfast in our struggle for justice and a better tomorrow for the United States and the world. My name is Jason Diakite, a.k.a. Timbuktu, and on today's episode of This Moment, I'll briefly check in with my co-host, Chef Marcus Samuelson, about how we're feeling leading up to the results. After the election, we'll do a recap, but for now, here are our pre-election thoughts in three, two, one. Marcus, how are you? Well, I'm nervous. Uh, I'm excited and I'm optimistic. I tell you what, the amount of people that have already been voting, the energy that is not just only New York, the energy is across the country. I'm so proud of families and people. It's sad, Jason, that you have to wait four, six, eight, 12 hours in 2020 to vote in America. And of course, in black and brown communities, there is so few places to vote. In fact, even that I have to say, of course, but that's the truth. No matter what we hear now, and as of tomorrow, I'm looking for that win-win. It's clear that current people who in government that don't want to govern so they can go and sit out and, and do all the scams somewhere else. And the people coming in, the Biden-Harris ticket that wants to govern, that really dedicated their lives to government, can come in also start governing for all America, for all people. I worry about the divisive nature of politics today. It's almost like no matter who wins, the other side will not accept or want to be governed by the people that they are opposed to. And if that's even something that we will be able to bridge within this generation, I don't know. Hopefully by tomorrow, this will be the past administration and we'll be on to the 46th one. You know, when the millennial vote truly sweeps America, that something new will be able to be born out of this low point. That's what is making me most hopeful. But you said a couple of things there, obviously because of internet and the global connectivity, there are enough rabbit holes to go even deeper, right? People have stopped talking and being able and being open to listen to a different idea, right? So this is something that this election kind of like ripped up and showed. So we have to figure out how to so come back to civil society where people can have actually have two different opinions. I would say the only positive thing with this administration is that the choices are so clear and that is driven out a level of enthusiasm for voters that I haven't seen since Obama's first election. 
Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. But, you know, also, I'm just going to tell you how important it is to be the president of the United States. Being the president of the United States, you know that. You deal with the world. Like a week ago, 10 days ago, uh, the president was talking to Sudan and Ethiopia and Egypt about the dam. And they'll end up blowing up the dam. And I said it, and I say it loud and clear. They'll blow up that dam, and they have to do And he just casually said, well, Egypt's going to blow up. Ethiopia's dam. Now, his people may or may not have talked, you know, in closed doors behind with Egypt about that, and that is horrible. But the amount of uh, chaos, fear that has created in the region—you cannot just say something like that, right? And then if that happens, you know, just like you know, I was speaking to Susan Rice the other day. Ethiopia has the right to work on its natural resources to improve so our country's going to get uh, electricity, right? Like anyone would uh, question if America has the right to have electricity. But you can, so, so my point is, you cannot say I'm going to have the job without government doing the duties, right? So um, we can grow up, we can bring up so many examples, but today I feel like we know also that the true election is really going to be tested this month because maybe even tonight we don't know the result. I hope it's a landslide for Biden. But if it isn't, this can go on for a very long time. So we're going to get tested about our humanity here now so we don't go off and do crazy stuff. We know that there's a lot of people that, you know, gun sales gone up and, you know, we're almost on a brink of a civil war already. Do you know what I mean? So as humans, we're being tested right now, even if we don't have the results in tonight. The bar has been lowered. I, I listened to a BBC interview, uh, uh, hard talk on the BBC, and they were interviewing uh, the Democratic majority whip, that is the leader of the Democratic congressman in the House of Representatives. And the way this BBC journalist was grilling uh, the majority whip over uh, you know, who he expect, you know, over Biden's stance on fracking and oil and the environment, for example, and, and questioning him, I was like, but, but the bar has been lowered so low. You're, now you're grilling a, 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 
a political representative about actual policy. You know, now we're back to speaking in the way that I'm used to hearing political reporting. But for the past four years, you've dealt with a president that has done such, you know, unpresidential and uh, a kind of uh, ungraceful and even to the point of like saying disgusting and disgusting things, racist uh, uh, commentary, or like you were just mentioning, going off the cuff about U.S. foreign policy. You know, speaking on the dam, the Grand Ethiopian Renaissance Dam, that, of course, is a uh, sore point for Egypt because it's a, a power plant built on the Nile. It may affect, you know, Egypt and Sudan further down the Nile. But the the arrogance to just go off the cuff and, and put out a remark when he's sitting in the Oval Office that then could, you know, potentially cause a war or armed conflict in Egypt, Sudan, or Ethiopia is just mind-blowing. And, and the fact how journalists have been able to, and other countries have had to treat this 45th president as, well, this is the person who's the president. We have to speak to them in a, in a kind of respectful manner and, and, and uh, relate to the United States in, in some form of a respectful way, even though he's lowered the bar of the office. It's just such a fall from grace in, in a sense, you know. I am on the eve of today, you mm. know. I want to move forward. I am excited. I am optimistic. Yeah, a couple yeah, of hours, <laughs> take off, do whatever you want, yeah. you know. You know, we, we're not mad. I think just because I'm in Sweden, I'm so far from New York and the United States that it's hard to feel the energy on the streets there. Are you, you of know? course. Oh, the energy is real. I mean, and you know, in Harlem too. So we've been, we out here, you know, I was feeding the line with cornbread and my chef friends are all out there feeding and the energy is unbelievable, you know? And I do think that, uh, you know, a change is going to come just like brother Sam Cook said. And I, I'm, I feel optimistic, right? I'm always cautious, you know, you never know. And we all know that I don't think it's over tonight. I think he goes into something else. And obviously he already did that with the Supreme court, but um, the only way to do it is to have a landslide. And you know, the U.S. election is really down to five States, right? We know it comes down to Florida, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Michigan, and it can be also North North Carolina. It's one of those, you know, maybe even you throw Ohio in there as well. So there's a couple of states that really, you know, what the U.S. election is essentially going to come down to. But you know, I I feel like Joe Biden's got it's going to win Pennsylvania. I feel it's going to win Ohio. I feel it's going to win Wisconsin and Michigan. Florida is up in the air, and and so it's North Carolina. But you know, I I do think that, and also the the energy that. Kamala Harris and and uh, also someone like Ambassador, you know, Susan Rice and the the, the administration that Biden's going to put in is just really smart, it's a blend between youth, but also a blend between people who've been there before. You know what I mean? During, so I'm excited about that. What is Dad saying about it? What's what's his? He sleeps with one eye open. I know that. <laughs> yeah, he does. No, he's he's holding his breath. He voted. Uh, uh, my mom voted, you know, my, my, my mom is way more optimistic. She's like, there's no way that, uh, we're not going to get a change tonight. You know, that there won't be a new president after tonight. My dad, not so optimistic. 
You know, I think uh, to him, of course, he grew up in, you know, the 50s and 60s when, you know, I, I, it's sad to say, but voter suppression was very real in the 50s and 60s. And, and unfortunately, it still is, you know, it still is today. And I think a lot of that has been uh, something on my dad's mind. And also, my dad also speaks a lot about, you know, his disappointments with the Democratic Party. You know, I think he sees a lot of bad things in both sides of the, of the aisle, so to speak. And uh, what changed his whole vibe, because he wasn't too into Biden, you know. But when Kamala came on the ticket, that's what did it for him. I'm not going to say that my dad would have voted for Trump because I seriously, I, I, he knows that uh, I wouldn't forgive him for that one. But uh, I think what sealed the deal for him was when that, you know, he saw a, a black woman, a lawyer get on the ticket. That was it. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. What are you going to be doing tonight? Are you getting together with friends and family? Or are you just going to be working? Dude, what do you mean? Harlem is, <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah. Like, Harlem is up. Like, you can't even, like, the whole street, even if you try to have watch it on TV, like, Harlem is up there's screens everywhere this is a whole other thing up here which is great you know people uptown is highly invested and i was gonna say all the tricks everything that he's played that has a payday and today is the day when the this nightmare is over and i look at it as a metaphor 2020 has been very difficult what is the change this is where we turn the corner we're going to change this. This is where the road back to the new normal starts, right? Yes, exactly. And then we're going to deal with the pandemic of racism, which obviously I'm not naive. It's just not going to get solved by this, of course. But there's a road, there's a path. And then we solve also, of course, the pandemic of COVID, right? So it starts with these, you know, you're building a house. You need some solid bricks. And today is one, you know? Well, Marcus, uh, I'm going to call you tomorrow and uh, check in and we're going to have to have a conversation just uh, and do a little special tomorrow because uh, I remember four years ago going to sleep and uh, of course the election results come in in the middle of the night in Sweden and uh, thinking that, yeah, well, you know, not even worried about what the outcome of the last election would be. And then waking up in the morning, seeing the notice uh, on my phone from the New York Times that, you know, and for the first time reading the words, President Trump. Uh, and I look forward to uh, waking up tomorrow and seeing uh, another name after the word president, basically. Well, you know, I have to be prepared for both scenarios, right? And I'll look at it from two ways. Just like when Obama won, the fight for racism wasn't over. So if Biden wins, the work starts, right? It's not like Biden-Harris win and the work is over. 
it's 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 uh, gratifying to see that the work has paid off for but the work you cannot just have the one thing that i've learned from the uh, republicans is that they worked deliberately over the th last 30 years to stay focused on their goal which been the supreme court so for me win or lose the work is here right you got to do the work and if we don't change a precedent. I look at it as like, yo, run, man. You only got four years and the work begins as well. But for me, it's, I'm not as naive in saying Biden win and everything, you know, the sun will only shine on us. No, don't lower your guard. The work has only begun either way. It's beginning. Of course, we need those, the empathy we need to be positive in the outlook and the work, it's a completely different path if Harris Biden wins. But if they don't, you gotta go to work and create love, create out of love, out of compassion for other people and for the next generation. And you gotta do that on a federal level, but you know where you gotta do it the most? It's at a local level. Finding joy in this, uh, in this moment in 2020 has been uh, not only difficult, but essential, you know, to find joy, to carry us through the, all these difficulties that, that this year have presented. And uh, that's not going to end no matter how it goes uh, tonight and no matter what world we wake up in tomorrow. So uh, there's just hard work in front of us, basically. And that I am looking forward to. So as always, Marcus, thank you for framing things in your, you know, uh, optimistic and with your positive outlook uh, I'll be I'll be able to sleep better tonight and uh, I hope all you listeners thank you for listening I hope you get a, a, a good night and uh, tomorrow it's back to work that's basically it <laughs> <laughs>